0: Do you want to get cognitive dissonance streamed to your iPhone or BlackBerry? If so, download Stitcher free today at stitcher.com.
1: So last time I had thought I was uh, putting on uh, the skeptic's creed at the end of the show, but what I really did was not put it on. So instead of going back and fixing that file, I thought it'd be like one of those, you know, really rare uncut stamps that in like 10 years would be worth millions and millions of dollars. uh, And... Just so the people that didn't get the Skeptics Creed uh, fixed last time, they can actually get their Skeptics Creed fixed this time from our guest who's going to be on our show, Jake from the Imaginary Friends show. So I'm going to play Jake's uh, Skeptics Creed right now.
2: credulity is not a virtue. Not a virtue. It's Fortune Cookie Cutter, Mummy Issue, Hypno-Babylon Bullshit, Couched in Scientician, Double Bubble, Toil and Trouble, Pseudice, Quasi, Alternative, Acupunctuating, Pressurized, Stereogram, Pyramidal, Free Energy, Healing, Watered, Downward, Spiral, Brain, Deadpan, Sales, Pitch, Light, Night, Info, docutaneous. Leo Pisces, Cancer Cures, Detox, Reflex, Foot Massage, Аж Death and Towers, Tarot cards, psychic healing crystal balls, totally Bigfoot Yeti, aliens, church mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine us. nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, devil speaks, stigmata nonsense. Expose your sides hands bloody evidential conclusive
3: i like your boobies
2: doubt even this that's cognitive decimals
4: be advised that this show is not for children the faint of heart or the easily offended the explicit tag is there for a reason Cognitive dissonance. Every episode, we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome, Matt. This is episode 46 of Cognitive Dissonance, and for this episode, we have a very special guest. We have Jake coming to us all the way from Austria. From the imaginary friends show, let it not be said that I do not do my research. Jake from Austria, thank you for being on. Was it difficult to get the later hosen? No, it was not difficult at
0: all. It was not difficult at all, Tom. Thank you for asking. He's got that
3: little fucking Riccola hat
1: on, you know, big old horn. Occasionally,
3: I have to put on some form of powder or some form of lubrication to get on the later hosen, but it's okay today. It's okay today.
1: You you actually kind of sound like you're a. I don't know, like, you kind of sound almost Spanish with that accent. <laughs> no, no, he's
4: not Spanish.
3: He's, he's most definitely Australian. Austrian.
4: <laughs> Look, listen, all foreigners sound they funny. They really do. Can we just agree Admittedly, on that? they totally sound <laughs> I mean, No funny. matter where you're from, matter. all foreigners just are hilarious. does not matter. I agree. Actually, By you nature. know the
3: funniest accent in the world is American?
4: <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> what what, ag- what the
1: fuck are you talking about? Accent yeah, What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, exactly
3: <laughs> Exactly
4: I'd be offended if that wasn't obviously yeah, true obviously. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> But you know, I can keep up it's Austin, it's <laughs> really, all day. No, really, please no, no, that's, no, that's no, funny No, you can't,
4: it turns yeah. out no, that's <laughs> not actually a true yeah. so. so the first story that we're going to go over with uh, Jake from Austria uh, Imaginary Friends podcast Is uh, from goodisyou.org because who doesn't read that (laughs) all the time? Me. Uh, This is uh, Amendment 1 pastor gives parents special dispensation to use violence against LGBT kids. Specifically, this fucking lunatic, Pastor Sean Harris, speaking during his uh, uh, Marriage Sunday sermon. Mm. Well played, sir. Um, Advocates that if your kids are limp-wristed, you should just hit them. Yes, fist them. Because... Yeah, right. <laughs> nothing, nothing'll get the <laughs> nothing rid of the gay like yeah, a good old-fashioned fist. Yeah, right, that's sure, the thing. Absolutely, right. you just, you
3: just fist them right yeah. in the face. Yeah,
4: <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that's I have where you were going
3: that with that.
1: Before, actually, <laughs> yes. Now, hold on. Now, in in Austria, do you guys beat the fuck out of your gay kids too? Yeah, no,
3: we try to, we yeah. try to. But you know, <laughs> it, it being, see, okay, look, Let, let's be serious here for a second. In in Australia... (laughs) That's
4: not our forte. (laughs) (laughs) In in Australia,
3: we have some of the most deadly and dangerous animals in the world, right? Admittedly, yes. Okay. (laughs) So we learn to run very fast at a very young age. So, you know, (laughs) if you have any sort of vulnerability, then you need to learn how to run... You know Faster than anybody else So that you can outrun anybody Right So our gays They are fast Right (laughs) Our gays are extremely fast So if you have any Latent homosexual tendencies You
4: gotta learn to get the fuck out of anywhere (laughs) Man I've actually heard about The Australian speed gays That's uh Speed I heard gay. They, there's that That's going to be Olympic. They can it, run the across Australian. water.
1: They just, you know, they just wave their hands, run as fast. as They can actually swim. I'm pretty sure right that's how Jesus
3: water.
4: did it too.
1: Yeah. Much. <laughs> Hold on. Now, are you calling Jesus gay? Hold on a second.
2: Yeah.
4: Well, you know, little known fact: uh, Jesus was an Australian yeah.
3: guy. <laughs> Who else is going to hang out with 12 bachelors?
4: Hey, admittedly, admittedly, and a bunch of prostitutes yeah. as well. No, that makes sense. I mean, you don't want to get Steve Irwin, you know? I mean, like, that's a bad deal. Yeah, so, Too soon. That's so true. Too soon. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so specifically, this pastor says, dads, and I like this because he, he addresses specifically the fathers. The second you see your son dropping the limp wrist, you walk over there and crack that wrist. Fist Man up. Yep. Give him a good punch, okay? Yep. You're not going to act like that. Yeah. I mean, so this seems like a reasonable... Uh, rational, well-thought-out sort of a sermon, a sermon that could not possibly be misinterpreted by crazies the world over. Yeah. The cool thing here is
3: doesn't he mention something like your four-year-old boy, if your four-year-old boy is doing something? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, here we go. So your, your little son starts to act a little girlish when he's four years old, and instead of squashing that like a cockroach and saying, man up, son... Get that dress off you and get outside and <laughs> dig a ditch because <laughs> that is what boys do. Ditch. Well, you know, these, these things that they say have consequences. And here we go. I've just found a, an interesting little article. Uh, it's in uh, Newsobserver.com. The headline reads, Boy 4 shot to death for being gay because he slapped what? a boy's
4: behind. What? So you know the well? That's horrible.
3: Yeah, it is, that it, is <laughs> the
4: worst fucking thing I've. That. Wow! But
2: these things, Four. yeah, these
3: things have consequences. Like this, this, this moronic pastors out there saying, uh, you know, if your boy looks like he's being a little gay, you know, if he's drinking some tea and manages to lift his pinky, then you need to just crack him, you know, with with a baseball bat or something like that. Correct the, the behavior. Well, somebody has taken that sort of talk seriously and shot his kid because he touched another boy on the behind. So, you know, these things have consequences. You, 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 you
4: can't let these
3: morons say this without being challenged.
4: Here's what strikes me about that story, too, is, you know, you think of a gun as kind of an equalizer, right? You know, if, if I want to damage Mike Tyson in some way, <laughs> I'm not going to go up and smack him in the I'd head. Throw a right? writing, That's not going to yeah. work out for tiger. me. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to bring a gun to that fight, okay. right? Because he's the only way that I'm going to win that fight. This man brought a gun to his four-year-old. He's like, oh, I've got to stop that. Where's my gun? Because otherwise that four-year-old going to whoop my ass. Yeah. <laughs>
3: the, the story is actually even worse than that. Basically, oh, uh, it was a few days <laughs> after <laughs> the, the boy had touched this other boy or smacked the other boy on, on the bottom. Uh, the, the, the man who shot his son said, uh, said to a couple of girls in this particular commune that he's in uh, to set up some computers and some speakers in his garage and to, pray, and to play uh, religious music and uh, prayers over and over again while this little boy sat on a, a piece of carpet in the, in, in the garage and then eventually he shot him. Where did this happen? In the U.S., in North Carolina.
1: Oh. <laughs> Only in North okay, Carolina. Okay, so i got to ask you a question here, Jake. Um, I'm not familiar sort of with uh, – I'm really not familiar at all with uh, Australian politics. I'm also really not familiar with Australian society. But I want to ask you a question. Uh Gay are gay rights just as big an issue in your country, are they as they are here? Because here they're so fucking volatile. You are either mm. a homophobe or you're a gay lover. W- what is it yeah. down there? Is it is it is it just as divisive?
3: It is absolutely. Uh, I, I, so I, I campaign for the for the Greens Party here in Australia, um, and I'll be running for them later on. Well, next year, I, I believe, when the next federal election is uh, is held, and the head of my daughter's school at at which I was campaigning for the Greens, I I happened to bring up the issue of um, homosexuality getting married. And and my view is basically that I I know plenty of gay people who don't want to get married, right? I know plenty of gay people who I'm, you know, very close friends with um, who just, you know, are not interested in getting married. But my view is that If we don't legalise gay marriage, then the bigots have a place to hide. Right. They've always got this place that says, well, we're different in this one particular way. We might have exactly the same physiology, but the government recognises my ability, my right, my legal right to get married and doesn't recognise yours. So clearly the government says that we are different, right? So... I was having this conversation, this very conversation, basically raising the exact same points with this guy, with the the head of my my daughter's uh, parents and children, parents and children's association, parents and teachers type association thing that we have here. And he said, well, you know, I don't mind the gays, right? And you know that that, that's trouble. Yeah, you're you're, you're
1: cocking the gun at that point.
3: All right, I'm just cocking the fist yeah. there, cocking the fist. So yeah, okay. I think that maybe came out wrong. So anyway, I'm, I'm at uh, I'm at my daughter's school and I've got my cock in my you're fist. Right. Sure, and, yeah, uh,
4: yeah. He understand, understandably, he's upset. He's not yeah.
3: allowed by that yeah. school anymore. A <laughs>
4: thousand feet, they said.
3: Uh, and that's the punchline. Right, yeah. Sure. Uh, no, so I'm standing there. I'm having this conversation with this guy, and he says, "So you know, I don't mind the gays." But what I have the problem with is them doing this stuff in front of in front of me. Like, you know, they, they, they're out there having their parades and throwing their junk about. And they they want to kiss and hold hands and all that sort of shit. And, you know, my comment was basically I go on public transport quite regularly and I, I feel a little bit uncomfortable when two teenagers of, of opposite sex, you know, are getting it on and grinding against each other, you know. It's perfectly fine to feel uncomfortable with, with people getting it on in front of you. But, f- you know, for crap's sake, these are, these are people. They're exactly the same. They have the same blood and everything else. But, yes, yeah, sorry, to answer your, your question in a very extremely long-winded way, <laughs> yes, it is a divisive <laughs> issue in Australia.
1: Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, yeah. I, I actually, uh, yesterday I was down by the lakefront here. We have uh, uh, the lakefront is, is a place where all the teenagers go to grope each other. And I was driving my yes. bike, and it, nearly everybody is walking where, like, the guy's standing there, and the girl's got her ass on his crotch, and they're walking as they're walking, and they're, like, making out. And you're like a- – and I felt the exact same way. I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, can you, can you get a Sorry, room?
3: did you just say that the, the girl has her ass on his crotch, and they're walking? Like, how does that I, work? It, it's
1: really fucking awkward, dude. It looks ridiculous. I mean, it really <laughs> looks – There's a level of coordination Actually, I Actually, you abnormal. know what? They should <laughs> be trying <laughs> out for the circus, you know what I mean? Because it's Fuck really yeah. pretty amazing. But no, like, <laughs> it, it, it's constantly like it, you, you just see this uh, the people are just making out down there. But it's like, look, what the fuck? The, these people want to want to uh, they want to feel some sort of companionship with each other. Who am I to say they can't do that? Whether they're gay or straight, it's not up to me. I don't want to see anybody really with a lot of PDA. But you know what the fuck? You know, like you, you, your my rights end at my nose. You know what I mean? Your your rights start right where you, right right there too. So I don't want to I don't want to be yeah. the one to. To uh, enforce my rules on somebody else, and that's why when somebody yeah. says it, you just got to tell them, "Shut the fuck up and grow up."
4: Yeah, yeah, I like that. It's like, hey, let's go for a fucking walk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go for it's a fucking <laughs> walk. I got to take great. a picture of this just you so know,
1: people could see. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. It looks. It sounds I've hilarious. So you sure this.
3: they're not mentally compromised? Yeah. <laughs> You know cuz we could be making fun of of, of, of a bunch of people oh, who you know yeah
1: I, I hadn't considered you but know that what I mean? that's fine for the show I don't know if you knew but that's sort of par for <laughs>
4: yeah, the we're course good with that, Actually um, that's on the show That's yeah. totally fine You know I think anybody who makes me uncomfortable that <laughs> shit should be illegal I'm just saying I mean anything that makes me personally uncomfortable should be yeah. illegal uh, particularly right. warm days <laughs> illegal How do you enforce <laughs> that Particularly yeah, how do you cold enforce days that though Illegal Uh, Too much rain, too little rain, all things that make me uncomfortable. Yeah. And being a grouchy fuck, that's most stuff. Just fucking illegal. Outlaw it all. Hey, look, I don't mind as long as I'm not made uncomfortable. Because the moment I'm uncomfortable, you should have less rights. (laughs) I think that's pretty much the central tenet of all religions.
3: (laughs) (laughs)
1: so if you're a visitor from jake's show who's just dying to get more and more of that handsome devil from australia and you just you know you just got to follow him wherever he goes and you're on you're you happen to pick up our shitty show and you listen to it for a few minutes just so you could hear his beautiful beautiful voice uh you're gonna have to wait until the end of the show you're gonna have to deal with us uh until then right now we've got him strapped up in the back uh, and the U.S. is interrogating him, trying to figure out how to get better sound of our out of our podcast. I think we actually got we flew Hillary Rodham Clinton in, and she's pegging him back there right yeah, don't, now. Don't worry, he um, actually requested yeah. all
4: this. Yeah, he came yeah, uh, out his way is all, to all say, by "Hey, request." Yeah, so
1: yeah, he said, "You know, if I can, can I get a menage a trois with her and Martha nice. Stewart? I'd really yeah. be down." And so, you know, we arranged it, It's real hot, um, because you know we're kind of big deals. So, uh, if you were looking for Jake, uh, he will be on at the end of the show.
2: Well, I I thought that the the point of the church was to worship God, and the boy-fucking was just incidental. No, it's just the other way around. The point
3: of the church is the boy-fucking. All the other stuff is just busy work.
4: So see, so we would be remiss if we did not cover this story from the BBC. This is from BBC Northern Ireland. Cardinal Brady will not resign over abuse failure. I have to note that abuse failure is in quotes, so take that with a grain of salt. He did not consider this a failure, according to uh, Cardinal Brady. He said, uh, "You know, when he found out about the horrific pedophilic abuse, he uh, he reported it, not to the police, mind you. No, 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 yeah. no. The police, but to no, somebody else no. within his domineering organization of cover-ups and abuse."
1: Right, what did he just, did he Did he fucking tell the janitor? Like, who the fuck did he tell that didn't do anything? And you're the cardinal. Like, you're, aren't you supposed to be the one who does something about it? Like, instead you're just like, well, I'll pass this shit up the chain, you know? Somebody raped somebody in the break room. <laughs> well, I got to pass that up the <laughs> chain.
4: Wow, man, that's terrible news. I guess I'll tell my boss about that rape. I got to tell the district manager Man, now. We gotta, we gotta move as, that up
1: the chain. I can't as the assistant to the regional manager. I've got to call. I got to tell the regional manager. Yeah, they're,
4: they're, listen, I don't know how it is in Ireland, but here in the states, we have a little thing called nine one one. no kidding. nine, then yeah. one, then one—a series of two ones. Yeah. <laughs> Even the religious can remember this, right? Yeah. It's not that tough. So sure. if you know that, I don't know children are being raped, for example, yeah, just you know, woo, right. chucking an example out there, and you wanted to get an authority involved, like a real authority, not a fake authority, like a church member, for example, right. um, you could just dial those numbers.
1: Sure. Uh, he didn't do that. No. You know, what would he do, Tom? What do you think he would do as his, like, like a kid caught on fire? He'd just be like, Oh. A fucking kid on fire. I better call my boss. No, I mean, here. Tell him there's a fucking kid on fire at my church. I'm sorry,
4: bad example. Holy water cures all fires. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, you're gonna have to try. I got a little
1: harder than That's that. That's why they have Fuck, holy I got water stumped fire again.
4: I got stumped yeah, again.
1: You no. didn't know that. Yeah, kid having a cardiac arrest. Oh, I better pass that on to my bosses. You know this. This fucking the way they treat. This Actually, shit, what they would do is just, just
4: rape the kid. This turns yeah. Out.
1: <laughs> hey, he's fucking incapacitated. <laughs> free kid. So uh, free but, kid. But- <laughs> kids here. But- <laughs> I got kids here. They're like, I got flailing kids here. <laughs> No, but uh, but what what you have to say is that they treat the way they treat us, the way they treat the public is this fucking first estate, second estate, third estate bullshit where Mm -hmm. they feel like they're above us. They feel like it's almost like it's a feudal time where they're like, I don't have to report this shit because we are the ones in power. Like these people are like fucking medieval times. They have no idea that, you know, your. The, the When you fucking rape kids, that's against the law of the land, not against the law of the church. It's against the law of the land. So, and you happen to have your church in our fucking land, dude. Right.
4: <laughs> you may have noticed you don't have a hovering cloud yeah. church. You- <laughs> this is in Vatican City. I'm sure you could rape
1: any fucking kid you want in Vatican right. City. But you can't, you know, you could fucking, they just hang them upside down over there and you just walk by and drop your dick oh in them, I'm sure. God. But let me tell you, when you're somewhere else, you can't do it. You just can't do it. And, you know, if you're not fucking reporting it. You're just as fucking guilty as the person who did it. Only
4: technically.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now i got real Ugh. panties in my pantyhose. It's sheer indulgence. Now we've got real Ugh. panties in our
0: pantyhose.
2: It's sheer indulgence. But see, so it's good news.
4: It's good news for the Catholics. Because uh, indulgences are back. You, you all remember <laughs> indulgences, the uh, fucking incredibly awful idea that you could perform some action on Earth as a get-out-of-jail-free card to buy yourself some good heaven karma. Those are back. <laughs> so if you're it's like, back. let's say, oh, well, I gotta search for an example. Let's say you're a cardinal who was complicit <laughs> in the sexual abuse of children. Right. You right. might want an indulgence. Could you stock up on those here? It's like a pre-indulgence sale. Here's what I like about I even like the name indulgence, right? Because it's like, right. yeah, I indulged.
0: Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like,
4: oh, man, it's like, I had a pint of ice cream and a five-year-old yeah, boy. Yeah, I had a chocolate cake, and I fucked a oh, kid. Oh, so <laughs> I'm really going to have to open my wallet for that one. Yeah,
1: right, That's, right. So uh... I just wonder. I I, I just wonder about the logistics of these things. Like, how do they work? Can I buy them before I do it? And then it's like, you know, it's like a coin purse. You know, where you're just like, you pull out your coin. You're like, okay, well, I did that today, and here's that indulgence, and here's that indulgence, and here's that. Or do you actually do it first, and then you go ask? Because after you do a sin. Don't you just ask for forgiveness and then you're forgiven? Like, what's the point of the indulgence? It seems to me like the indulgence is a prepaid sort of system. It's like a cell phone that doesn't have its
4: minutes on its own. you got to buy a card for well, it. Well, yeah, you, you're, the thing is that your credit, you know, with, with Jeebus might not be any good. When Jesus, here's how, That's how that works. It's exactly like a cell phone. You go to get a heaven and they pull your credit. <laughs> and they're like, ooh, sorry. Ooh, 30 days late yeah. on not being an asshole. Yeah. Do you have any indulgences? And then you like fiddle around your fucking pockets, and then you know, hopefully you didn't leave your water home when you died. And then you're like, oh, I got these indulgences because (laughs) I indulged in sins. But I'm okay
1: with it. Last time these were popular, by the way, Crusades. So very big,
2: very big in the Crusades. Very big
1: during the Crusades. Yeah, Yeah, this is a good idea. Let's roll the fucking
4: clocks back. Sure. No, I mean that's a Progressive. Yeah, yeah, the Absolutely. problem is I know the I know the Catholic Church is having a hard time selling itself recently. You know they're trying to sure. having a hard time appealing to the young folks, and I yeah. think this is a smart move. This is how this you is do how it. you appeal to the young people. Hey, right. listen, I say young people. It's like a Virgin Mobile card. That's right. why. I, I mean, it's just a fucking
1: Virgin indulgence it's, card.
4: It's actually a Holy Virgin Mobile card. Yeah. it's it's <laughs> a Mother Virgin. It's a Virgin it's Birth like- Mobile card. So Kickstarter is uh, no end of fun recently. It really is a fucking greatest oh site. If in the you've universe. got a terrible idea and you want someone yeah. to ship money at you, Kickstarter yes. is the way to go. This is—I uh, found out about this movie called Harmless, coming out in October 2012, starring, by the way, Richard Preyton. So that's not a person. Um, this is a story about. <laughs> This is a story of- I'm surprised. I'm surprised it's not Kirk Yeah, Cameron. I thought he would be in this, but it turns out he had other yeah. obligations, eating bananas. Right. Um, yeah. This movie, Harmless, this is about a uh, box of porn, which is haunted. Right. It's a, it's a metaphor. I, mean, I don't know if you're catching sure. it. It's pretty deep. No, I, I don't get it. Yeah, do you think so- Is it a deep, sexy <laughs> metaphor? <laughs> you know, I see this the first thought. My fucking first thought is, really a box of porn? A box of fucking porn. (laughs) What is it? In my tree house? What am I gonna do? No is it next to my boys' life magazine? Hang on a minute, I gotta no. take my fucking kerchief off. Where's Beaver? If this is a box of porn, it's
1: hiding underneath a box of floppy discs. Right? <laughs> and it's like there's like a cabbage patch kit on top of it. Seriously. Oh, where's my box of gigabytes? Yeah, like what come what the fuck? on. Nobody keeps their porn in a box anymore. Are you kidding me? Oh, Who would keep box. a porn? And when I was a kid, when I was a kid, my dad had dirty magazines, and I remember I got into them at like when I was seven. And the worst thing that happened was I saw boobies and I was like, I mean, I admittedly it changed my life, I will admit. It changed my life for the better. But I was like, man, those are awesome. And then I looked at boobies. And then I closed the magazine. And I played with G.I. Joe for a while. Right. Like that's the like, what could possibly happen that is so damning that you have a box of porn somewhere? Well,
4: you know, you could but you gotta you gotta think about it, right? So you have a box of porn. Uh, I, admittedly, I didn't do no, that. No, and that's because, you know, your your little G.I. Joe there was all at attention. So, yeah. you know, you,
1: you've got your... <laughs> hey, look at what I could climb. Yo
4: Joe. <laughs> uh, he's got a kung fu grip. <laughs> uh, yeah. Knowing's half the battle, that's for sure. Uh Someday I'm going to get past half the battle. That's my – yeah. <laughs> that actually be the full battle for me. I'm like, holy shit. I will be. Yeah, you have uh, a box of porn and then your marriage is ruined. Yeah. Right? That's I how I that works because I know. I saw right. the sure. trailer. You have a box sure. of porn and then your kids don't love you anymore. Here's what you shouldn't
1: – Okay. You're demonizing the porn. But maybe what you should be demonizing is our fucking Victorian ideals about sex. Maybe that's something you should be thinking about. That, you know, maybe sex isn't this dirty, nasty act that everybody's got to fucking shun and and keep in their closet. Maybe that's the fucking moral of the movie, you douchebag. No, it's a dirty, nasty act that we should
4: (laughs) celebrate.
0: Exactly, celebrate it.
4: (laughs) Box of scary, scary porn. Box of porn. That's so funny. It's
1: so fucking funny. You're so scared. I know. I mean, while we're talking, I'm watching
4: two women fist
2: each other right now.
4: <laughs> I have my whole house is covered in monitors that display yeah. <laughs> nothing. They're actually at this point. They're load bearing monitors
2: right, They just right. display
4: ongoing ongoing. Prawns. Um, so this, this is a great lead in for the next story. So from New York Daily News. Um, religious blogs have a higher malware risk. Than the porn. Oh. So it turns out that big box of scary porn, which by the way is now in 2012 called a laptop. <laughs> your religion is actually
1: worse for your laptop. Yeah, it's the crazy. You know what? What I was thinking. The first thing that went through my mind was, um, maybe the. Uh, <laughs> Maybe the people are targeting it to an older audience and they think that the older people are going to go to the religious blogs and like these religious sites and the people that are fapping away are a little too slick. They're like, no, no, no. I got fucking some shit installed that blocks your viruses. I'm good. They also said in the article, too, that it makes more fun. Porn makes way more money, so they don't want to fuck the well, industry yeah, I mean,
4: up. Here's the thing. like, The porn industry has an incentive to please the customer, right? So it's right. to their advantage not to do crazy shit and ruin, you know, if you go to the porn site and you get your computer's all fucked up, you're not going to go back to the porn site. Right. But if you go to a religious site and your computer gets fucked up, that was Satan. <laughs>
1: People should seriously – like that would actually be a great way for somebody to get followers is if they actually coded malware that was like – that did satanic shit, made their computer freak out like that, and then they come to the religious site so you could get the the cure for it. So they could exercise your computer, so to speak. That would actually yeah, be clever marketing on their part.
4: When I go to the porn sites, that's not what I'm exercising. Yeah. <laughs> well, Something is throwing up, though.
0: <laughs> <So>.
1: <laughs> and you do need a lot of tissues. You know what I mean? Like whether, whether the girl's
4: throwing up on the bed or you're at a port, there's oh, just no. a lot of tissue. We have got to move yeah.
2: on. <laughs> this is not working.
4: <laughs> so from Time's Newsfeed, Tennessee passes abstinence-based gateway sexual activity bill.
1: <laughs> I love the name of this bill so much. I
4: love this thing so much. Um, this basically, they actually passed a bill that that is based around the fear of you know you you heard of that nonsense the gateway drugs like that's just sort of nonsense we've all heard of the gateway drug nonsense um, now there's gateway sexual activity such as general affection <laughs> hugging <laughs> kissing that's not that's not a gateway to sex that's foreplay. That's <laughs> foreplay. This is like Tennessee, land of angry women. <laughs> like you, You're just getting rid of
1: foreplay. Oh, I, I think that this is, this is, again, people so afraid of sexuality that they want to ban touching. You know, you right. want to ban touching another human being. Like suddenly <laughs> like the most alien place on the planet is Tennessee, right? Like that's the most alien place to live because you can't even express basic human emotions. It's so there.
4: it's so spectacular. It's like Tennessee cuz a dry vagina is a good vagina. Like really? Oh, no. What's going on here? KY is- sales are through the roof there. <laughs> <laughs> gateway sexual abstinence only way to go take a look at mississippi tennessee abstinence only is the
1: stupidest thing you could do it's the worst way to teach your to not teach your children to pretend that sex doesn't exist that's really what it is it's the way in which to pretend sexual intercourse doesn't exist and that and that's it and and to never tell
4: your children about life you know at the high school that i went to we had a rule against pda public displays of affection, and. They took it really far. Like if you if you like if somebody was upset and you gave them a hug because somebody was upset, you would get detention for giving that person a hug because the school is so fucking hyper paranoid that a hug was immediately going to lead to thrusting. Did you give him a Christian side hug? I don't. That was not tested. (laughs) That's I don't know. I mean, you're so fucking bent out of shape about uh, sex that you're outlawing the hug. Right. You know, I hug my dad. I've yet to fuck the man. It doesn't lead to sex. It leads to comfort. Yeah, I. This is this is another bad
1: call for uh, for abstinence only peeps. This is another another notch. They're turning. You know, they're doing the spinal tap. Turn it up to eleven, so to speak. You know, they're just cranking it up to try to stop all kinds of sexual touching and activity. It's not even sexual just touching no, they're just trying just to stop thing. fucking human contact next thing you know they're gonna ban breastfeeding and like mothers comforting children <laughs> when they fall down
4: your boy is crying mm, hey i'm not a pedophile i'm not picking him up yeah <laughs> so we're gonna take a break and give you an opportunity to find us on facebook on twitter on google plus we'll give you our email account we'll give you our uh, google voice account if that doesn't make you happy nothing will nothing will damn you and we'll come back in a few moments to ruin the rest of the show
0: you can email these assholes at dissonance.podcast at gmail.com for more information on this or any other episode visit the cognitive dissonance website dissonancepod.com like our show on facebook to join in the conversation just search for cognitive dissonance in facebook or go to our website for the link You can converse with us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at dissonance underscore pod. Help us out by retweeting and reposting our shows. You can call us and leave us a message at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Long distance rates apply. Your help is fucking greatly appreciated.
4: So this next story I got from the Atheist Underworld blog, um, Religious Beliefs Killed Boy... Kept parents from seeking care. Parents of a four-year-old boy named Troy, um, kid had a fever for about a week. It's a long time to have a fever. Uh, so they did the only yeah, reasonable yeah. thing that a, a parents of a four-year-old to do with a kid with a fever is they prayed at him. And it did not work. He died instead. Uh, turns right. out God's right. divine plan was to take their beloved four-year-old child Away from them and turn them into maggot food. Oh, hey, God loves no. everybody, unless you're a four-year-old boy named he does. Troy. He does. God really didn't like yeah. Troy. Turns out, I, Troy. Oh,
1: maybe he loved him. Maybe he just wanted him there. He but, Wants him back. You know,
4: I made he wants a mistake.
1: mistake. Yeah, made a mistake. I just praying is fine. Praying is fucking wonderful. If you want to pray over your kid, great. Pray over your kid. But you know what? Take him to the fucking hospital too. Do both. Don't do and or. Just do both. Take your kid to the hospital and pray on the way there. Pray when you fucking get there. Pray when he's still in the hospital bed because little kids shouldn't have
4: fevers that long. And if you are that stupid, you shouldn't be a parent. You know, the, the, the problem is people don't understand that, that God is an Indian giver. Oh, you know, no. I shouldn't say that. That's, that's racially insensitive. And, Indian is not that. what you want
2: to use there. Yeah. Know.
4: But uh, nonetheless, it's true. You know, he gives and then he takes it right back. He so, takes it right back. Know, yeah. they, this, These folks went to the Church of the Firstborn. That was the name of the church that they went to. Um, they're going to have to uh, move their membership over to the Church of the Secondborn. Oh, oh. man. Yeah. Man. Yeah. It's not good, man. <laughs> it's <just laughs> not good. I don't I don't know what else do
1: you say, Cecil. Like, what else well, can you do? I don't you know. Do, they didn't just... put the fucking right proper blood on their door, like, evidently. It, they had, I don't know if they anointed him with the right oils. No, they didn't have the proper oils. They didn't put the right blood on the door. You got to use extra
4: uh, virgin olive oil oh. or it doesn't work.
1: All you need to do is go to Tennessee for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh,
4: this oil hugged other oil. We can't.
0: Lord, the day is at hand. We are in the last days. You are Jehovah God.
4: So this next story is from Jonathan Turley's blog. Um, this is a report: fifteen percent of Earth's population believes the world is coming to an end in their lifetime, and ten percent believe that that time is now. What, like right, like right as he wrote this blog? Right now, right. Is the world coming to an end? It's coming to an end. And the world ends. No. And then the
1: world ends. And no. it's gonna end.
4: Give it one. And it hold on. Wait for it.
1: (laughs) The one thing I wanted to talk about with this story, Tom, you know, it's not a lot to say. Um, There's a lot to be bewildered by, obviously, right? You could just fucking look at this article with your fucking mouth agape, wondering how it's possible people could actually think this. But the, the one thing I want to wonder about is how do these people, one, treat each other, treat other people? Because you think the world's ending. And then why do they work? You know, like that's another thing that I think about. And and I, I guess I just wonder, like, how you function when you think I'm, you know, I'm going to die tomorrow or the next day or the next week or next year.
4: Like, what do you do your priorities change? Like, how does this work? I would I would have to think that you would be, I don't know, radically unenvironmental, for example. Why would you bother worrying about the 50 year long term when you have no faith that there's going to be a 50 years? You know, this is this is part of that short sighted burn it all now mentality that's that's part and parcel of the in in America, the religious right wing nutters. You know, they have this idea that like, you, you know, that they can't possibly do any wrong as far as, you know, the environment is concerned and as far as a lot of other issues are concerned. You know, they're worried about the here and now let's get because there is no tomorrow. You know, that, that whole, say, you know, saying, you know, uh, live for today, they're they're working on that shit.
1: But that's because they're crazy. I can, you know, I, I I can empathize with these people. I do think, you know, when I look at how things are going in our world, I think, you know, the end times could come. You know, we could easily have an environmental end times the way that we're going. We could easily have an economic end times. And end times doesn't mean a a decimation of the species, but a certain decimation of everyday life as we know it. Um, That sort of thing could happen. Nuclear. Nuclear. End times could happen still. There's still plenty of nuclear powers in the world. So I think there's plenty of real threats that we should be concerned with. Real things that could damage the the entire ecosystem. Real things that could wipe human beings off the planet instead of made-up fucking mythology, fucking sit-around-a-bunch-of-stones-and-worship-the-sky bullshit that is never going to happen. But see, so the
4: Mayans... Shut up. You haven't considered the mind. Just shut up. You know, I I think about this, and what immediately occurs to me is this is the safest, least violent period in all of world history. Human uh, lifespans have never been longer than they are now. You're not, there's never been more people who've had a quality of life that we experience that, that. That this has never been better in all of human history. It's never been better. Yet this uh, continual pessimism about the future, to me, it's baffling. It's like, yeah, things aren't perfect, but this is the this is the most peaceful the world has ever been. This is the longest people have ever lived. This is the safest people have ever experienced lives. And we're going to get fucking bent out of shape about that. I'll roll my dice. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. To- you want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. So, Cecil, so this next story is from the local Norway's news in English. This story makes no sense, and I love it for it. it- and I, it's only here because of the conflation of Jesus and Jesus. I, have,
1: I mean, really, this um, this story made so little sense. I I stopped reading it in the middle. And just stared blankly at the screen and looked at the at the picture, and I was like, "What exact, what is happening? Like, I it really is just like it's translated. I mean, it is completely translated from another language, and you are transplanted into a land that makes no sense.
4: It's fucking bizarre. A yeah, I'm just going to read parts of this article. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read and we're right, going to laugh. Fair enough. All right, okay. Go for it. Jesus may not have to die for his sins after all as the owner of a goat who attacked a police officer last weekend, pledges to sell him for a canister of altar wine rather than throwing him on the grill. Can we define a pronoun in our sentences, please? What
1: I love is the next line, which is horny Jesus hits cop with massive butts.
4: (laughs) (laughs) When Jesus chased a mother and child up a tree on Saturday evening before aiming a powerful butt. At an officer of the law, the animal's <laughs> owner said he had little choice but to sacrifice the billy goat in the interests of public safety. What I think is happening is there is a goat named Jesus. <laughs> I think i don't know. I think it's That's- Jesus dressed up like a goat yeah, and I'm not sure he this guy wanted to trade him for a canister of altar wine. Why altar wine? I have no idea why. <laughs> I don't understand that at all. Why? Because it gives you the superpowers to, to rape wine? children. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, I hadn't thought of right, it that way. Because right. that's nuts. I'm just
1: telling you, yeah. like, you know, there's nothing that gets kids more loose than alter. Yeah, wine. I like it. He says,
4: "One woman who called <laughs> gets them as loose as alter one. That's terrible. <laughs> they already opened their mouth to receive the wave. Oh my
2: oh, god. Oh
4: no. I, I need an adult. One so woman who called they. wanted me as part of the deal. She saw it as a personal ad."
1: See, so I don't know what else to say about I this just, You know, I, I guess – I guess, you know, I feel like there needs to be some sort of scale where you could say, is something worth less or more than a canister of altar wine?
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the altar wine scale. I, right. I've heard of it. You know, like we, uh, we arbitrarily
1: choose gold as a value system, right? right. We arbitrarily say the dollar is worth X. This doesn't seem arbitrary at all. This seems like, you know, like, look, I am willing to trade you this goat for altar wine. Will you accept the deal? It's almost like he's Monty fucking Hall. Like, you can either have the goat or what's behind door number one. And behind door number one is another goat. (laughs) Jesus.
4: (laughs) I want a whole herd of goats named after deities. I do, too. Yeah, Jesus and Thor and Zeus. (laughs) trade i also like that he wants a canister of I, wine for I, it I, I, a canister, a canister not thing. a bottle of wine right. what's it a can, how big is a canister <laughs> it's a canister of wine a canister i keep on thinking oh. like
1: a canister like it's like an oil can it's like a giant right. oil can full. and that's not a tasty wine it's like a box All the best of wine. wines come in canisters yeah, it's a box of wine. <laughs>
4: nice 76 canister of wine that's good
1: So we're joined again by Jake from the Imaginary Friends Show podcast. Uh, Jake, you have, you announced your podcast, you call it the one true podcast of science, skepticism, religion, current affairs and politics. Could you fit any more fucking things in your show? Yes.
4: <laughs> All right. Question answered and we're Thanks, Jake. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> of Fights with people about the one true podcast thing because no, irreligiosity. I,
3: I ripped, yeah, I ripped it off them.
1: Oh yeah, okay, all right, fair <laughs> enough. Because I, th- I thought, I the irreligiosity fights were going to come after
3: you, man. No, no, no. They're they're a uh, they're they're a benign bunch. They they uh. talk a big game, but you know tiny penises every single one of them
4: <laughs> and let's not forget you live on an island yeah. so i mean really there's a fucking geographical yeah. barrier which is yeah. to your advantage right. i've played risk yeah. okay <laughs> australia is the place to australia be australia is the place to be that's for sure
1: so uh so jake w- we want to ask you a few questions here what what is Uh, first off i've heard you on your show um i'm going to talk Thank about you. your show here in a few minutes but sure. i want i want to i want to ask you a question i've heard you talk to uh, a couple creationists, and um, you seem to really know quite a bit about uh, about geology and about uh, anthropology. Do you have a, an advanced degree of some kind, or
3: no? What Are you just born <laughs> <just, we're laughs> a genius? Is that what? Yeah. happened? yeah. I mean, basically, I'm a I'm <laughs> a uh, I'm an idiot savant. No, I'm, I'm I am an actual uh, genius. I have a membership to Mensa. Um, which I got when I was God. only four, which is actually the youngest in all of Australia. So I mean, I've got that going for me. Right, no, I'm, sure. I'm just kidding, of course. Now well, that I, give I, you a, I,
4: <laughs>
1: you get a, like a free bowl of soup. With that, is that what <laughs> you, you do, get? yeah. As a four-year-old, yeah. you get a
3: free bowl of soup. <laughs> right, They right. Actually, they go to McDonald's and get you a McDonald's plate. No, you don't uh, have McDonald's yeah, down there. Who are you so kidding? So I just have good friends, basically. I've got a, a friend who has a PhD in geology. I'm, I'm currently stud- studying uh, anthropology. I see. Uh, doing a postgrad degree, um, which is taking a very long time. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm well-studied, and I, I've spent plenty of time you know, researching the topics, but I mean, most of all, when you get these people on the show, you know what they like to talk about. So you know, you do sort of your best to research. I see uh, what they're going to talk about. What what you think perceive that they they're going to pick on. I see. Do your best
1: research? to counter it. Yeah. T- research. Yeah, don't even try. Don't even try, Tom. Yeah. Just
3: don't I, even try.
4: Well, <laughs> the thing is, educated people generally, you know, refuse to speak to me, and for good yeah. reason. <laughs> so you know, I, I don't have the same you know, the same advantage there. Yeah. So, so, I mean, t- hey, bravo to you. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about your show, Jake. Yeah. So,
3: well, as you said, it is the one true podcast on science, sep- skepticism, religion, politics, and current affairs. Um, we do our best to much the same as you guys. Um, in fact, I might say that we do a very similar job, except I do it ever so slightly, if not significantly better. Um, so, <laughs> so basically, yeah, we, we, we do a very similar thing. We we, we look at the, the news uh, from around the world, uh, various different things, plenty of religious stuff, plenty of sceptical stuff, plenty of politics. Uh, again, very similar to you guys, except just I suppose a different sort of spin. Um, we try to have a panel of uh, three to four to five people on each each week uh, with different backgrounds, etc. And uh, it's it's sort of like a, just a, a panel type show um, at the best of times. And then we also do interviews. Uh, we also like to have a nice little comedic spin. We do a few skits every episode as well. Uh, I've written a few songs and I dropped them in there as well. It's basically just a good, fun podcast centered around science and skepticism and atheism, etc. Why did you get started in it and how long have you been doing it? Uh, so I've been doing it for just under two years now. Uh, I started it after, in Australia, we had the very first global atheist convention in 2010 in Melbourne and I went to that and for me as as an ex religious person, I had a lot of problems when i when I came out of my religion i was I was really freaking out uh you know i didn't know that anybody else had questioned their religion i didn't even think that you were allowed to question your religion, but I did question it and it ended up falling over like a nice big house of you know metaphorical cards and when when that did happen i I thought you know I'm completely freaking alone here you know who who, who can I turn to 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 Uh, you know, find similarly minded individuals that I can hang out with. And so it ended up that there is actually an atheist community and they're fucking awesome. So (laughs) I I went to the convention and, you know, I came back just with complete awe, you know, filled with awe and and wonder and wanting to do something to to help people that were similar to me who went through similar types of experiences, who went through, you know, the depression, the post-traumatic stress disorder and, and all of that hairy crap um (laughs) and and who got out the other side and you know try to be sort of a bastion for hope if you will at the same time as being somewhat funny but yeah i I just got a group of people who had also been to the convention together who live in the same state as i do and uh we started
4: it but it's awesome it's good fun Uh, you know i have to ask you this question i heard your interview with uh ray comfort Yes. Um and I was disappointed like you were that the, the mustache is not dwelling alone. Yeah. But is now sidekicked by the beard. Yes. That that I think is fucking tragic. So I gotta ask you, are you intimidated by bananas at all? Is that, <laughs> uh,
3: only only large bananas? <laughs> and it's for another reason. No.
4: Because yeah, <laughs> he really, up- you know, I thought he came after you there. Yeah. You know, with the banana thing. It was it was an almost undodgeable bullet, you're Matrix skills were impressive yeah. at that moment, I See, have
3: to say. See, there, there were a couple of things. Firstly, I was a little bit disappointed with myself uh, after that interview. I, I Unfortunately, I I didn't... You know, we were talking earlier about how you prepare sort of for these interviews. Like, I didn't prepare as much as I would have liked to on, on Evolution. So when he asked as creationists invariably always do, you know, give me some evidence for evolution. Unfortunately, I I had so many different things in my head, I went for the one that I'm perhaps least prepared to defend, which is phylogenetics. Now, it's going back to the banana, I've had... I've had uh, the ancient-style bananas in the Philippines and they are fucking abhorrent. Like <laughs> they, they are so disgusting. They're, they're, they're so bitter and gross and they're full of seeds. They, they are abhorrent things um so you know there is absolutely difference yeah but look he he was he was on his game he's a master salesman he is
1: fucking good at what he does he's a great rhetorician and i'll tell you i was on the train uh on the l here i was going to uh teach a class and on my way i'm sitting there listening and i'm and i'm i'm kind of like Like letting out these little like bursts where I'm like, oh, you should have said this. Oh, you should have said this. And it's so easy to Monday morning quarterback somebody (laughs) when you know after they've already done this interview. When you're in the moment, it's a lot harder. But there's this one moment too where he he asks you a question. He says something about, um, is it okay then? Uh, for for a person to marry their dog or something, he says because he's trying to like say that gay marriage is bad. Yeah. And I, and and w- the one thing that that I w- I was I was screaming, I was like, it's not a consensual relationship. <laughs> it's yeah, not a consensual yeah, yeah. relationship. And yeah. you and you kind of got there, but but I was like like I, I wanted to give you a push, you know. You're just like yeah. you have that sort of like empathy where you're like, no no no, I know he knows it. I know he knows yeah. it. He's gonna say it soon, yeah. you know. But he's so on his game. Yeah. He just gets you. He just he just has such a – he's such a great rhetorician. It's hard to argue yeah. with that guy. No, well, so, I
3: appreciate uh, you patronizing me in off. such a way.
4: No, yeah, I, I mean, hats what, off. I mean, you, you, know you know sucked at it. You really sucked <laughs> at it. <laughs> yeah. But hats off. I, <laughs> so, I, did, I did get well, one win. look at the cock-up we're doing of this interview for Christ's <laughs> <price. laughs> i so <laughs> kidding, <laughs>
3: right? oh, I did Jesus. get this one win in, though, in the very beginning, right? I started off the, uh, off the conversation by – I can't remember the, the guy who I quoted, but I said, if you can fake sincerity – You've oh, made yeah. it, and I'd like to introduce yeah. Ray that Comfort. That was awesome. That was beautiful. You that was know, awesome. You know, because you recognize. Look, I'm I'm yeah. a i am i was a salesman many many years ago, and I studied for a really long time to get really good at it. And there was there was this guy that I used to work with. I can't even remember his name, but he was an absolute master. He would he would say he would sell the best and the most expensive cars any time a family walked in there. And he used to do this guilt thing that I recognize every time I hear Ray Comfort for talk right and he says well look so he gets this family together and he'd say look I could sell you this car I, I really could it has all of the needs that you that you could ever possibly want right but you know I sold a car like this to a family a few weeks ago and then later on that week I saw this news item and no. a family had died <laughs> oh, uh, <come> on. <laughs> because you know there wasn't enough airbags in the car and it just got me thinking. I really should have sold the car with all of the airbags for all of the passengers to those people. And I've got to tell you, while this car here could absolutely meet your needs, this car over here—that look, it's ten thousand dollars more expensive, but it is so much safer. And I don't think that with—I don't think that with a good conscience, I could sell you this cheaper car. <laughs>
4: You know, it's funny that you say that because that's actually all my cars. I fill top to bottom with styrofoam packing peanuts. <laughs> it's it's a much cheaper solution. It's hard as hell to see out the windshield. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. say that you got to oh, brush the that.
1: kid off too when he gets <clears throat> out. You know, it's a pain oh, in the ass. The static electricity, son of a bitch, is ridiculous. <laughs> I gotta ask you though, Jake. You talk. We're talking about the creationists you've had on. Yeah. You've you you pointed me when we first started talking. This was months ago. Um. Uh Jake, uh, by the way, listeners, Jake is one of the nicest guys ever. He sends us an email out of the blue just telling us, hey, I saw you're on that poll and you're doing great and congratulations. Like out of fucking nowhere. Like what the fuck is up with you people in Australia?
3: <laughs> so well, we're nice people.
1: <laughs> so anyway, uh, I, we, we're getting to talking and I start listening to your show and then you point me to the Westboro guy. You oh, had yeah. a Westboro guy on your, oh, on that your show. Good that was so and good. you. You, you made me laugh out loud when you yeah. did the designer comment about God. You said God is, a you know, a des, you know he's a, this amazing designer. Do you think it's a case of thou dost protest too much? And It was just an amazing, it was a hilarious joke, and you just got stunned silence from the Westboro guy. I got to ask you, though, you got Ray Comfort on. I heard recently another episode that you had a, another creationist who was really into geology, and then you've had this Westboro guy on. What do you hope to accomplish when you have these people on your show?
3: What's your goal? Uh, really, just to make the, the see, the, the cool thing is when you have anybody like this on, they promote your show for you, right? Their name alone promotes your show. You you put you, you know you post that show that you've just produced with their name in the in the title. You post right. that onto Google, whatever it is, plus thing, or Facebook or Twitter. And those those keywords get picked up by people, and and people will listen to your show. But also, if you send those links to the people that you interview, they send those links out to their friends who listen along, and you know just to see to to critique uh, to see how how well they went. And I suppose my goal, aside from, um, you know, showing the friends of these fundamentalist nutbags that, you know, th- this stuff needs to be questioned and it does in fact have answers that are different to the dogma that they're purporting, you know, aside from that, for me as an ex-religious person, I've, I've been through that similar mindset that they, that they constantly go through. Right, I've 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 felt what they feel. I've felt the 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 burning in the bosom, so to speak, that they that they speak of. You know, I've felt Jesus inside me, deep deep inside <laughs> me. And I hope
4: he lubed up for you, buddy. I, <laughs> unfortunately, I no. I wish <laughs> yeah. I wish he did.
3: I yeah. wish he did a prolapsed anus ago. I really wish he did. But uh, <laughs> no, it's, look, you know when. When you look back and you look at these emotions that they feel and their emotions that you've felt yourself, you just hope that there's somebody out there that is similar to you that might, have been, that might be going through experiences similar to what you went through and, you know, you're able to show them that there are other answers out there and they are far better than the dogma ones, the dogmatic ones. That's, that's I suppose, part of the aim.
1: Sure, sure. The other
3: aim is, of course, to promote my book.
0: <laughs> hey,
1: Jake,
3: you have a book? No, Tell yes. Tell us about your book. <laughs> sure. Why not? Um, yeah, so I, I wrote this book. It's called Letters to Christian Leaders, Hollow Be Thy Claims, uh, nice. which, is, which is which nice. is modelled after the Our Father Prayer for those Catholics in or ex-Catholics in your audience. Um and basically, it, it very similar to the show. Basically, we t- we take claims um, made by religious leaders and we counter them using facts, science, logic, you know, comedy, all of that sort of stuff. Uh, and there is there's a huge section in there about uh, Kurt Cameron and and Ray Comfort as well about the banana, which I go into a great deal more depth. <laughs> To what I did on well, the depth interview. Depth with
1: the banana. Okay. Yes. Yeah, fair enough. Fair very enough. Very
3: deep. Yeah. We go <laughs> Very deep.
1: And your books. Your books. Uh, an ebook, right? It's available on Amazon.
3: Yeah, it's an ebook and it's a hard copy book too. Yes. Okay. Uh, on Amazon. Yes. Absolutely.
1: So uh, I got to ask you. You cover in your show. American politics is something we don't you know, we're fucking such xenophobes. We don't even pay attention to people that are living here, let (laughs) alone outside of the United States. Right. But uh, but you cover American politics on your show. I got to ask you a question. Now, recently, I don't know how in depth you cover American politics, but you seem to you seem like, you know, quite a bit. The Republican primary ran recently and yeah. uh and we're still sort of in the midst of it although really Romney it looks like is going to be the one who who pulls ahead.
3: <laughs> who who well, do you you've think only got Paul left? <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't think Ron Paul's going to yeah. uh, surge yeah, Ron forward Paul's and not take doing the, a
3: thing.
2: Yeah, He's that's not dead
1: in the water at this point. Of all the people that ran, yes. Um we're talking about Bachman, Perry, uh Newt Gingrich, uh Herman Cain, don't forget Herman, Herman Cain. Kane. <laughs> Who's your none, favorite none. of all those people who ran?
3: Um, you know, I don't know. Look, the the cool thing is is you've got Mitt Romney right now, who is effectively an analog of of um, of of Obama. You know, you've got a Republican on one side who is a centrist. Uh, who has pretty social policy, um, you know, who has basically exactly the same policy as Obama, except he's ever so slightly more, um, you know, transparently funded by people like the Koch brothers, etc. Right. So – you know, probably he is my my most favourite candidate in that it's just hilarious that you've got two clones of each other—one's black, one's white—running <laughs> against one's each Mormon, other. One's a one's not. Yeah. Exactly, and yeah. I think that, that that will be the defining factor. I mean, look, you guys—you guys had you—you you guys have the most awesome candidates, Seriously, like they are so <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, you know, I, I watched a bunch of interviews a few weeks ago where people were going through evangelical churches uh, and they were, they were interviewing all of the parishioners who were about to go out to vote on the primaries. And they were, they, they were asking the parishioners, you know, what do you consider more important at this election, social issues like gay marriage and abortion or the economy? And every single person that they interviewed in this, you know, in these multitudes of churches that they were interviewing in said social policy. And that freaks me out. That is crazy, that is yeah. really crazy shit. Person after person was saying that they care more that, that people can't have abor- that people can't have abortions, even though they will anyway, they'll just die from it. or you know they, they care that gays can't marry over fixing a few trillion dollars, what is it? 13 trillion dollars of debt. It's ridiculous.
4: Yeah, Yeah, try living here, pal. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Look, as to the abortion question, I mean, that's easy, right? It's like, well, that'll teach them. So, (laughs) you know, problem solved. And then, you know, the economy is so strong right now, we don't have to worry about it. (laughs) That's why we have have kids and grandkids, so they can deal with the burden of our errors. of course. Of course.
3: And they can drink that water that you've poisoned and the air that you've... Poisoned. Right. And well, why
4: the do you think I'm poisoning it? <laughs> so, what the fuck? Of course.
2: Yeah, no, Somebody's we, have got our, to?
3: we have our crazies here as well. This, this guy, Clive Palmer, who's a, a huge mining magnate, um, announced this week that he would be building a replica of the Titanic. In fact, a fleet I saw this. of I the saw Titanic. This. Yeah. And then, literally half an hour after that press conference, he announced that he's running for politics.
4: Oh, awesome. That's, that's fantastic. That's I can't wait for his political <laughs> campaign to go down. zing! Yeah. As if it were a ship. So,
3: Personally, I want him, when, when he's built this Titanic, I, I want ship. him to, in the memory of the original Titanic, just to be on that maiden voyage by himself. Be the captain. I want him to, I want him to go out and actively fight
4: icebergs. <laughs> <laughs> Hand-to-hand iceberg oh, combat. Awesome. I love the idea that we've romanticized the Titanic. It's like, really? <laughs> It was. Are you fucking it's kidding me? It was just really fifteen hundred people. Just fifteen
3: hundred people. Yeah, it just yeah, died. It's horribly, a small horrible, event. horrible
4: death. Just event. like, hey, was it quick? No, it was really aggressively awful. That was just fucking unbelievable. Yeah, well, how about this? We'll make a movie out of it. Then we'll make boats yeah. and we'll call them all. Yeah, no, yeah. this is really.
3: Yeah, the so I got
4: one. I got one more question
1: here. Sure. Now. We know living here in the United States that everything is kind of reversed in Australia. You guys the toilet bowl water swirls the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. We know that you're hanging upside down currently. Correct. You drive on the wrong side of the road.
3: Absolutely uh, correct.
1: You also have a a fucking liberal party that is not liberal?
3: Yeah. How the fuck does
1: that even work?
3: I know I know. It's the biggest oxymoron ever. It's it's absolutely awesome. Yeah, the Liberal Party is in fact the conservative party. <laughs> Uh, it's, <laughs> Did they it's do really it to great. trick
1: you? Did they do it like, uh, shh? We're really conservative. We want to trick everyone. Like, how the fuck did that even happen?
3: Well, it's historical. So, very, a very long time ago, the Labour Party sprung up, right? And the Labour Party is basically the, the 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 people concerned, or at least they were in the past, concerned with social justice issues. Uh, you know, like giving workers rights and stuff. So, you know, it's it's just any sort of opposition to that radical you know, idea that workers deserve not to die while they're on the job and to have <laughs> sort of rights <laughs> would be liberal, right? Right. I mean, that makes sense. So it's just one of those stu- really stupid historical things. Oh, man. Yeah, it's a joke. To be fair, they though, half They need to name of it them the them anger koalas, party or something, so, you know? Yes. What was that? Half of them are what? A koalas. So, yeah. you know, it's... <laughs> do, you, do you want to know something funny about koalas? If you, I do. It's if, a matter of <laughs> fact. If, if you ever come to Australia... Okay, if you ever come to Australia, don't have sex with the koalas because they all have chlamydia. What? Yeah, you first of can't, all do not uh, have sex for the advice, with the koalas. Yes,
4: they all have chlamydia. They do. Fuck, I'll, There goes what? my summer vacation, <laughs> <castle>. <laughs> The sex tourism trade in Australia is
2: fucked oh. up. I gotta tell you. <laughs> Next literally. thing you know, it's all totally the kangaroos <laughs> will have VD. What the
3: fuck? <laughs> Actually, you want to know something funny about kangaroos? Oh god! Here oh we god, go. lord. <laughs> Here we go. So so kangaroos have yeah. this really really cool quality, right? Because they they're constantly bouncing, etc. <laughs> the males of the kangaroos can actually they actually have retractable nut sacks. They can retract <laughs> their balls up inside themselves. So, you know, if you're ever fighting a kangaroo, and I really recommend this to any any uh, any non-Australian person, you come to Australia, you've got to fight a kangaroo. You have like, to. It's, 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 like a,
1: it's a rite of fucking passage. Exactly. Yeah. But
3: don't try the low blows. Don't yeah. kick them in the nuts no, because they will have there. retracted it. Yeah. It just doesn't work.
1: When you go down to Australia, you have to fight a kangaroo, you have to fuck a koala, and you have to rub a jellyfish on your face. I think those are the three <laughs> things you
3: have Actually, to do when you go to do you want to know something funny about uh, jellyfish? Okay.
1: <laughs> Jake, it, it was great having you on, Jake. <laughs> you should buy Jake's book on Amazon. You should listen to Jake's podcast, the imaginaryfriendshow.com podcast. Jake, it was an absolute blast having you on.
4: It was an absolute pleasure talking to you guys. Thanks so much. Thanks for coming on all the way from Austria. We really appreciate it. <laughs> thank you.
1: No, thank you guys. It was so wonderful. <laughs> I really appreciate it. <laughs> So we got a little bit of email. Uh, first email was from Randy. Randy sent an email, a nice short email that I thought was pretty funny. He said, I think those people uh, should have used the holy water to keep Ted Nugent out of Michigan and Detroit instead of blessing purses. I can't think of a better reason. I think you should fill up a fucking fire truck full of holy water and just shoot it in his face. <laughs> I think that's the best use
4: of holy water yet. I'm, I'm surprised they haven't just bored holes to the center of the earth to put out hell's fires. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> You know we're only inches away from
1: that. Well, they were. There was that one group that was like fucking blessing mosques, putting fucking stakes in the ground. Oh, and I shit. remember Those people that. Yeah, are wacky man. So we got an email from Christian. Uh, Christian uh, wrote a very nice email and asked in the email, uh, "I was wondering what the name of the atheist TV show slash documentary by the BBC that you guys mentioned many weeks ago." Um, I'll be honest. I don't know. You got to be a little more specific, but we did mention in recent podcasts we almost always mention Jesus Camp, which is not made by the BBC, but is a documentary that you should watch if you haven't seen it. And then the other one is Deliver Us from Evil. That's, uh, but I don't know that that's an atheist one, so we're not sure exactly what you're getting at, Christian. Do you know what just occurred so could to me mo- is
4: there's a there's the atheist tapes?
1: Oh, which okay. is on
4: Netflix on demand. I do know that that was a BBC doc, uh, documentary, okay. and I did watch those. Those
1: are interesting. So- so, you know, there's a couple of suggestions. If you could be a little more specific, maybe we can help you out. But we appreciate you listening, Christian. Thank you for listening. Matt or Matthew sends us uh, a video, and I'm going to post this video because it's fucking outrageously funny. Um, I don't want to play the song. There's a girl who sings a song. Uh, I don't want to play the song because I don't want to steal her song. It's on YouTube. You, she should be getting the views for this, not us. So I'm just going to post the – embed the uh, the video in our website – Go and listen to this song. It's very funny. It's about the uh, you being pregnant two weeks before you've actually conceived in Arizona, and it's about her having to, uh, wanting to move to Arizona because of it. It's clever and funny, and you should check it out. So come to our site uh, and and check out this video. Tom, we got a, a little bit of uh, uh, a little bit a pushback last time because we mentioned abortion and we mentioned how you really can't have a conversation with it uh, about it. One of the things that I had said was I had given out two pieces of hyperbole that on one side, the people are, you know, so far this way. And on the other side, they're so far this way. And I kind of got a little called out by it. I will say that I was, I was, they were both uh, pieces of hyperbole. I was not pretending that one was real and one wasn't. I know one's closer to reality, but that still doesn't make it real. So I understand that it's a, it's a false equivalence argument, Rick, but, uh, but I was just making a joke more than anything else. Yeah, no, I,
4: I, will, I will actually say that I, I think it is very, very difficult, at least in the states, to have a reasonable, rational conversation about what um, abortion is, about what – when personhood uh, becomes a thing of concern. Those questions have become so politicized that I do think it's impossible to have a reasonable, rational conversation with most people – most people right. want to declare a side, you know, for right or wrong. And I have a side. I, I do. I've got, a, I've got a side. I've got some thoughts on that subject. Um, but most people are more concerned with declaring a side and defending their position against attack than they are about sitting down and having a reasonable conversation about the complexities, moral and otherwise, of the issue. And that's really what I meant when I was saying that's impossible to have a conversation about this topic. And I, I do think that's true. I think any conversation revolving around this topic is, is well-nigh impossible.
1: It, it, it just escalates. It just gets out of control right. too fast, right? It just escalates too fast um, and turns into, um, is my rhetoric better than your right. rhetoric? It's, not, it's no longer going to be about any sort of objective data. Now it's going to be about emotion. And, and it's almost always
4: appealing. Right. To and both sides feel so under attack. That they feel a position to defend rather than to consider. And if you're not in a position to consider, you're not having a real conversation.
1: And I want to thank Katie. She sent a nice long uh, email to us. Katie has been a listener for quite some time. Uh, I want to say that uh, I I got a lot out of this email, and I really do appreciate you sending it in. I agree with you. I think, you know— the statistics say, and they show that you know it's really only a very small percentage of women that get it after 20 weeks after an abortion after 20 weeks. A tiny sliver of women do it, um, and it's mainly for health concerns. So really, there's no argument to be made. Um, but people are making a big stink about it, and I know that. But the problem is, is that, uh, is that they are using appeals to emotion to get voters behind them, and that's really what we're talking, right? About. We got an email Tom from Carlos who sent us a nice long email who said that um he started a, a, a joke rap group called The Street Preachers. <laughs> and uh I love it. And I love it. I think it's great. I hope it's all in caps too, Carlos. You better keep it all in caps. Um because it looks great it on the page. It's, I mean it really just does, does open up on the page. It looks brilliant. Um but uh but you're thinking, you know, maybe you could do this, you know, take a like a real serious look at being a Christian rap band. And you're kind of a, you know, you're kind of on the fence, you're not sure if you can do it. I will tell you right now that you can, you can do this. Um, the Christian side hug is a perfect example of this. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google it. Um, the Christian side hug, people still don't know if it's fake or not. They have no idea. They are clueless. You will have Christians on one side saying it's real. And on the other side, you'll have uh, you know, Us on the other side being like, well, it looks real. But then you have people on both sides saying, well, fucking that's fake. That's not a real thing. So people don't even know. They're so clueless. The pose law is such a big, you know, it's such a real thing. That it is impossible to discern someone who is making fun of Christianity to a crazy extreme from a fundamentalist anymore, and you can fucking run with this.
4: I think this show has proven, from the stories we've covered, there's no level of hyperbole you can take this to that doesn't match an existing level of actual belief. Right? So you can't (laughs) – you have an inability to satirize this nonsense. The nonsense self-satirizes. I say if you can make a buck – mocking these people? Onion, that shit up, my man. <laughs> they totally should. So, uh, we want to finish
1: out the show by uh by talking about another Scottish listener. Uh, looks like we got a couple of Scotland listeners here. I had no idea. They probably opened up the yard. <laughs> opened up the yard. This is from June. June listens faithfully every week. Thank you, June, for uh, for listening from Scotland. And if you listen from a place that is uh, that is a real place, not a place like fucking Narnia, and you want to send us <laughs> an email and tell you where to listen from, If we have any Narnian listeners,
4: I fucking want to know about it. You
1: know. <laughs> no one from Narnia listens. There isn't Narnia, not a single, they all hate us the, there. They hate us. Even the, the talking lions? Narnia. Yeah, no, but I think I think they like us in that other book series though, the one about that's atheist book series. Oh yeah, the Golden Compass books. Yeah, I'm sure they listen oh, to yeah. us in the Golden oh, Compass yeah. like crazy. But when you go to Narnia, they fucking yeah, hate not, us. We're
4: not big fans. Not big fans. So,
1: so we want to thank uh, what, what turned out to be an awesome interview, Jake from Imaginary Friends Show podcast. You can search for him on uh, on Google. You can find him online. You can find him on iTunes. Uh, it's a it's a great podcast. You should listen to it. You should also, if you have a couple bucks, buy his book. It's Letters to Christian Leaders. Hallowed be thy claims. You can get it on Amazon, and for Kindle, it's six bucks. I know.
4: I'll be getting a torrent you know, of it soon. I'm gonna get,
1: I'm, I'm so. gonna get. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to pirate it from your copy. So because um, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to give this guy you know any more uh, any more confidence than he already yeah, has. He was awesome to um,
4: have on this show. I just want to make sure I financially devastate him.
1: Absolutely. Whenever we get an opportunity. Yeah. But we want to thank Jake for coming on. And if you get a chance, check out his projects. Um, He's a great guy. And as usual, this time, I mean it.
4: We will leave you with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter mommy issue hypno Babylon bullshit. Leo, Pisces, Cancer Cures, Detox, Reflex, Foot Massage, Death and Towers, Tarot Cards, Psychic Healing, Crystal Balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, Aliens, Churches, Mosques, and Synagogues, Temples, Dragons, Giant Worms, Atlantis, Dolphins, Truthers, Birthers, Witches, Wizards, Vaccine Nuts, Shaman Healers, Evangelists, Conspiracy, Double Speak, Stigmata, Nonsense. Expose Your signs.